My name is Ray Stacanus, and I have a three-year-old daughter. I'm Robert Clark Chan, and I have a three-year-old son. And I'm Marshall Givens, and I have a seven-year-old son and five-year-old twin girls. And all together, we are my, my three dads. dads. That was terrible. That was hilarious. It couldn't have gotten worse, honestly. You know what? Speaking of a dad of three kids, that's about as well as you can expect three people to do anything together. I, you know what? Here's a, I, I think you may have a, a, a skewed view of um, working together. Oh, maybe it's possible. I, I feel I feel like three people can do uh, uh, one thing uh, together well. I think better than that. These three hope. people can do one thing better than that. Arguably, probably. Yeah, we, yeah. we can blame it on Wi-Fi lag, and then it was just you know. Well, the cool part is if Chan was really good at editing, he could make it all combined together. DJ Clark Chan on the mix. No, I could do it. I could absolutely do it, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Not worth it. That's what you need to know. Keep it organic, yo. We're keeping it real for you guys. And we've now found our post-credits conversation. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Putting us all in the back. All of it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second ever episode of My Three Dads. You know who we are. We're talking about our kids and the cartoons that we have to watch over and over and over again. Guys, Marshall, Chan, here we are. How we doing? Just uh, changing up the napping schedule, and it's going pretty well. Uh, Again. What's I'm going to say the adjustment happening. What's what are we doing? What are we talking? Uh, he uh, he used to, we used to put him down for a nap and he would for literally two hours not nap and then fall asleep like just before we we're going to get him up. So they're like, oh, God, we got to leave. Uh, nah, nah, and then that just gets because then he gets up late and then he's got to go to bed like almost immediately. And so we're like, all right, I'm going to put you in the bed. We're going to put you in your room uh, like an hour earlier. And then you, you do whatever you want. You do. You do what you do, and we're going to get you out, you know, um, uh, a little bit earlier, and then we're just going to put you to bed an hour earlier. And it's been going well. So, like, uh, yeah, he do- he basically doesn't nap anymore, but he we put him to bed an hour earlier, and things seem to be going fine. So, fingers crossed, this keeps going. Uh, right. so makes- now, just so you know, bed- as they get older, bedtime's supposed to go the other way. So, if you don't you know, plan this out well, he's going to bed at noon and your day is shot. So just want you to know the dangerous path for a lucrative going career right now. Preparing him for a lucrative career as a vampire. So you're at least getting that going early. Children need 10 to 12 hours of sleep. You put him to bed at noon. You're waking up at midnight every day. <laughs> What's changed, really? <laughs> Here's the thing. He should be the right age for uh the Blade 2 sequel. Uh oh, the, I just doing, watched uh, that last night. No, no, I'm talking about the new one with Mahershala. Oh um, he's gonna be word, in the MCU. Word. There's only one blade for me, and his name is Wesley Snipes. Oh, please. Please, <laughs> Mahershala Ali is hey, I mean hey, if I needed Blade to be a good actor, then Mahershala Ali is the man. Like, yes, but if I need Blade to be all of what Wesley Snipes is, then I just got to get Wesley Snipes. <laughs> not even I mean, saying what Wesley Snipes I is. I can't because he is he is he is himself an entity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for the record, there is only one Simon Phoenix to me, 
and his name is also Wesley Snipes. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Better not redo Demolition Man. Uh, <laughs> all I'm going to say is that post Idris Elba, the bar has been raised for uh, for what a, an iconic black man on the movie screen ought to be. And Mahershala Ali as uh, Blade, that's my jam right there. I'm it's going to be good. It's going to okay. be real good. But we're here to talk about stories with our kids. Now, Marshall, you had something you want to talk about. So the, the theme of this episode, a couple things we're going to lay out here at the beginning, is the cartoon we're going to be wa- watching is called, what is it? Boom Chicka? Ch- what? No, it's Chico Bonbon. Chico Bonbon. You see <laughs> this flash the write these things down. Chico Bonbon. All right. With a tool belt. I'm going to stop you right now, Ray, because A, you couldn't name the cartoon that we're watching. <laughs> B, the topic that we're going to talk about was brought up by me oh. and not Marshall. Yeah, so it's not just a you and Gina thing when I get the person who's told me things. I just don't. I have a uh, face blindness, but it's for people's words. Ray, Ray. <laughs> Word blindness. Please don't ever confuse two black men like us in Man, public again. Can't do it. Can't do or it. that's not going to go well for you. Can't do it. Don't let his last Listen. name fool you. That's the brother right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen i remember ideas not the people who gave them to me so i will be and i have a long track record of this sir we have recordings for years of me screwing this up so yes okay so robert clark chan uh, had the idea of talking about th- uh, uh things our kids say that's the other topic of today after uh chica boom boom <laughs> yes I'm sticking with it. Uh, and so, and so Mr. Chan, so what is your, what is the story you'd like to share about things your kids say? I mean, specifically things that children say that break your heart. Mm. Um, we came in uh, one time from him napping. He was, uh, he, there was a little bit of uh, crying, you know, the kind of crying where you're like, okay, he's not hurt. Uh, and it sounds like he's, uh, you know, we should attend to him at some point, but it's it's not going to be anything bad. So we'll let him sniffle it out for a while. Um, and then we went in and it turns out that um, it was something small, like he, he had dropped a, a toy on the floor and he just didn't want to like reach out of his bed his bed is four inches off the ground so you know (laughs) he can get it but he just doesn't want to and he wants us to come in and pick up the thing for him uh and what he said was uh when we said like what's wrong uh you know what's wrong he's like nobody wants to help me daddy won't help me baba won't help me (laughs) and like started already man oh i yeah like the thing he needed help with was reaching four inches down to the floor which he could do uh he just didn't want to do he just wanted the attention so like i know that he just you know needs yeah. eyeballs on him That's which why is he you said know, what he said yeah he knew, building up emotional equity right there down the road <laughs> yeah. you're gonna remember this subconsciously when he asked you for something outrageous <laughs> And then you're just going to give it to him and have no idea why. And the mm-hmm. answer is because of this moment. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They're smarter than, you know, we think. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they so, always uh, could see Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap, man. You can't fool a kid. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> well, I had a couple of small stories here uh, to share of, of things that uh, my kid has said. But the new thing that she's doing, and she picked it up from my wife, 
which is, you know, if she needs to get my attention, my wife in the, in the other room, she'll just say, Ray. So <laughs> now my kid <laughs> if she wants to mess with me. I'll be, you know, I'll be at work, uh, you know, working from home and she'll just be in the other room and I'll just hear from nowhere. I'll just, and she, apparently they did it when they were sitting together. And so she, she, she all of a sudden busts out and goes, Ray, and then turns uh, to my wife with this big old grin on her face. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing right now. And I do not like it at all. <laughs> it does not make me happy. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, like, I got it. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, and this one just happened tonight, uh, which is just magical that it happened before we were going to record. But she sets, she, she does these weird games. You know, maybe we'll have a weird game segment going forward, but she sets up all the chairs in the kitchen in like a de facto stage, like you would have at a coffee shop. And she says, we're going to put on a music show. So How she does she get- know what a fucking coffee shop stage is? She's hey, never been to one. But she hey. knows what it's like to have everybody facing her and looking at her. <laughs> Classic friends shit, right? It there. Is. I'm watching a lot of friends. Um, no. So she sets up. She sets up the stuffed animals, and then and then me and me and Melissa are like are looking at her, and she's got her little uh, microphone. She's got a little like stand up microphone that has a speaker in it. We don't have plugged in, and so she just starts improvising a song because she doesn't know any songs really, you know, outside of the 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 the, the standard favorites. Mm-hmm. And so she just starts improvising lyrics. And so we wrote them down because she gets up in front of us and just sings, the show is starting. The show, the show is starting. The show is lost. (laughs) I love you. Oh, this song took a turn. I don't love me. Oh, it took a bad turn. (laughs) And that was the end of the song. And me and me and Melissa, we look at each other and we are trying, we are applauding with bursting with joy at this song. We are in tears in our eyes. We're trying not to lose our freaking poop because That's... it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So we got up there, of course, because then it was our turn. So we each did our own renditions of those lyrics. And I am just howling, howling with joy. Uh, so maybe it's not something that made me. No, I guess that that final lyric did take a turn. So maybe it did. No, make yeah, me that, feel like, this is that last part you gotta watch out for. No, this is definitely you, that was definitely a, a scene cut from Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. That's Laurel Palmer before she's murdered, oh, no. singing in oh, that no. crazy ass Canadian bar with the weird oh, lights and the music's all way too loud. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so that that was that was how we spent our evening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! I mean, my I my kids will make up random songs too, but they're never well. No, actually, no. A lot, most of the time, they are pretty good, but sometimes they end up being pretty ridiculous. Because one of the twins uh, sang the other day very loudly uh, and patriotically, "I only poop in America." So <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting afternoon. I mean, is that the, correct? I mean, yeah. she, Oh, because she kept. Yes, it was correct because she she made sure to ask and make sure that every place that we have been was in America. <laughs> Where's now, grandma was, live was again? It to the tune of a West Side Story, though. <laughs> I want to poop in America. No, it was there was no one. She's like, no, I'm in it tonight. I only poop in America. <laughs> I only poop in America, Daddy. Where does grandma live? She lives in California, which is in America. Yay! I only. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that she has the fact checking in the middle of it, she just did. to make sure. Yeah, to, 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 to verify your pooping song. <laughs> 
Open in America. That, that was the first thing that came to my mind too when she was singing. Oh and I was just god. like, oh my god. I want her, I want to do this joke, but she's not gonna get it. <laughs> Sometimes, Marshall, you just gotta put them out there for yourself. They're not for yeah, anybody but you. You still gotta do it. Every once in a while, like that's what that's the thing with that one. One of the twins, I can't throw out a pretty random adult joke and she'll laugh at me like it was the funniest thing. It's like, see, I, that's why I know you've been on this planet before. And then you're a reincarnated soul because you get jokes that you should not get. You just laugh at these jokes. And it's not that she just laughs at anything I say because I have been times where I've said a joke and she will just flat out say, that wasn't funny. <laughs> oh, see, oh I get a God. different one. I'll, I'll do it, and I'll give her like the look of just like ah, and she just look at me and say, "No, Daddy." <laughs> yes. <laughs> My oldest has got has gotten to uh, calling those moments classic Alfred moments because that's my middle name. He'll <laughs> just go classic Alfred. I'm like, oh boy, what? <laughs> I but yeah, both of you now like um. My child has never called me by my name. And uh, on the one hand, like I was never prepared to be called daddy. It was something that he did on his own. So, you know, like well, I got to let him do it. But like the whole the whole daddy thing just feels weird. I don't know. Like there's too many like uh, uh, um, uh, 22 year old girls calling their boyfriend's daddy <laughs> or whatever. It's just like it's kind of creepy. But uh, uh, like if he called me Robert that would I, I i don't know that i'd be able to yeah. handle that well, you'd have to turn to him and, and just be like my name is chan what's wrong with you, Why are you <laughs> First off, me that. robert <laughs> <laughs> but also and not like a respect thing but just sort of like a a weird um i i, I guess it is it is that weird thing where like uh, um only certain people call me robert so like if he did it it would just it'd be like what is our relationship child what just happened here I think you, I think kids get to an age where the, knowing that other people call their mommy or daddy something else like that fascinates them, and so yeah. then they're just like, "Hey, what is your name again? Hey, I want to know your name. What's your full name? Who's it?" And then I don't know. These mine. They'll just just to be funny, like randomly, but like they don't do it a lot, and you know, so they because they're already in the habit of calling you dad, so it's not like. Yeah. They can wipe that away. It's just the novelty of knowing what your name is, so they can just say it randomly. Well, isn't that sort of like a, a thing in like a lot of these like fantasy mythos? Like, I can't tell you my true name. You no. just call me Daddy. If you knew my true name, you'd have power over me. Oh no! Yeah, if he just called me the Witcher, I'd be fine with that too. <laughs> Thank you. Just call me. Listen, call me the Witcher. Get up with this Daddy stuff. Yes, I wear two swords around the house. One is for monsters, and one is for men. Everybody knows this. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I do recall now, though, that he does call me because um, we uh, do a co-op preschool. So uh, obviously other people, the other uh, parents and the other kids have to call me teacher Robert. So every once in a while, he will say that in the context of school. Um, and it's a little weird, but also like uh, that that's fine. He's the able, he's able to, to switch his like he's able to flip that switch and in, in the context and say, OK, now he's not daddy. He's teacher Robert. He's only done it a couple times, so I don't know. You know, I don't know if he's uh, old enough to to be able to make that distinction yet. But yeah, he's he's done it. No, it's true. And and my kids called me teacher Robert a few times, and I have no idea where she got it from. <laughs> yeah, well, I have been sneaking into uh, her room late at night and you know, call, call me daddy. 
Oh no! Oh no! Where did this go? Well, well this just got dark. <laughs> Wait, a- I'm not leaving her window open anymore. No, she's ended. not leaving her window open and inviting Robert over late at night. Both I think that was my second mistake. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chad, yeah, yeah. you just want to be over from like two to three thirty a.m. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You need a key? No, you let yourself in. Okay, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> also, I mean, you got to be ready for vampires. You know that they're going to be asking you to invite them over. Just don't. Put that don't. cross in that doorway, guys. Mm. <laughs> don't take any chances. Get in my grocery <laughs> list. Make sure I buy extra salt. <laughs> See, this is why I don't send out evites because I don't want to accidentally, you know, oh. cause trouble there. If you now, if you evite a vampire, are they allowed in your house? No, I but mean, they can infect your computer. Dang, yeah. That's... See, we're getting to the real. We're getting to the real facts on this show. <laughs> this, is the, this is the real parenting shit that you came for. There was a joke in there about biting, and I couldn't come up with it in time. <laughs> sometimes they escape, and you know, sometimes I say them anyway. I, uh... <laughs> hey, you know what? But I thought I'd throw it out there just to let everybody know I didn't leave it. I didn't leave it hanging. I just couldn't find it. It was right there. <laughs> You know, I'll edit it in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just do a punch in uh, <laughs> after the, the show. Some kind of bite joke. <laughs> we'll find oh, it. Let's just, oh, let's just only, scour YouTube and just put only it. Only if in. your computer has enough megabytes. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. Mm, no. <laughs> Still workshopping it. That was a real Alfred it moment. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. We're not going to get any better than that. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> the show we're talking about Chico Bonbon. Did I get you it right it that right. time? Yeah. Chico, I really wanted to try to get it right once in this episode. So I can force <laughs> Robert you? Clark Chan to cut in every other time I said it with the one time it was right. Who do you think you're Philip Wilburn? I'm not doing that for you. Oh, this is a shame. <laughs> it's a real shame. I don't understand how you could not know that because, honestly, this is one of the better uh, uh, theme songs I was, th- uh, I, was, oh, I was thinking about you when I was listening to it. Like, uh, Chan's got to be down for this. It's just it's clear. <laughs> well, okay. Well, say it. I, I don't think uh, it's a great theme song. I don't like it that much, but it is so catchy that, <laughs> yeah. like, at random times in the day, I'm just like, Chico, 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 Bon Bon, Chico, Bon Bon, Chico, Chico, Bon Bon. Like, man, <laughs> that is just fun to sing. That is good. Could we hear a little bit on the show? I mean, just because we're here and all. I mean, so yeah. I'm telling you, it's simple. It's like, yo, his name is Chico Bonbon. What is yeah. Chico Bonbon? He's a monkey with a tool belt. What else mm. do you need to know about this show? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Chico Bonbon is a monkey with a tool belt. 
That's it's it. Now, was that written? I didn't look. Was that written by Mark Mothersbaugh? Because it sure sounds like a Devo vibe to it, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like he's contractually obligated to Yo Gabba Gabba, even though Yo Gabba Gabba has been off the air for I don't know how long. I always think of Rugrats. That's always the the, the Mothersbaugh th- song I think of when I think of cartoons. Oh. He's written so many of them at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. It's hard to get away from it. Quite frankly, uh, but it's a, it's a great. I wonder thing. It's what it very, must very be like to be in in the head of somebody who only writes cartoon theme songs. <laughs> it's got to be so chaotic to just to just exist with all that in your brain. Here's what you have to worry about, though, is that uh, uh, you could end up becoming uh, Chuck Lorre because uh, that's what he started out doing, Ooh, and then right. he turned into all that is terrible very about television. Man. He, became, he turned into a rich, rich man who has power over all of us. So, yeah, I think you're doing okay if you just write children's theme songs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, we're nowhere near CBS, and he's still calling shots around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced he didn't decide what I had for dinner tonight, quite frankly. <laughs> he's that powerful. Oh, man. But So, Chico Bombon, it's a story of a monkey with a tool belt. And these are shorter episodes. I think the one we watched, it's on Netflix. This is the, we watched, what is it? The Space Toaster episode. Space Toaster is 15 minutes long. They're mo- I think they're all like 15. So there you go. So they're like half they're episodes. Like, we're going to have to take an entire episode at some point to talk about these fucking 12 minute episodes, these six minute episodes, these fucking three minute episodes. Three minute episodes. Of- I've seen it. Uh, uh yeah there's one uh, uh i believe we call them purple bunnies in this uh house i don't remember the name of the actual show uh but uh they're like three minutes long uh and you have to play it and then they do those friggin' netflix credits so you have to like stop and fast forward and get to the, so that you play the next one and uh, man <laughs> i'm trying to make the kids lunch I do not have time to stop every three minutes. Give me something that I can set him down so that I can make the rest of the house operate, please. Yeah, that, that Trotro is the one I'm thinking of, and we'll have to do Trotro for Ooh. this show at some point because uh, Trotro are like two and a half, three minute episodes that don't really go anywhere. There's not a ton of central conflict to them, and they're over before they begin. And <laughs> my kid will watch hours of Trotro. <laughs> yeah, yeah two, three minute chunks at a time. And it, it's, it is sure. And they only made one season of it back in 2004, but darn, if it's not still relevant today, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truthfully, it's a, a, a pale shadow of Peppa pig, but you know, like sometimes you got to mix it up and a little horsey instead of a pig. Yeah, that's fine. I, I lucked out that my kids, the one time they saw anything Peppa, they were like, they have Peppa toys, but the one time they saw the Peppa Pig cartoon, they're like, no, nah, we're not, we're not into this. We well, that second Peppa Pig cartoon is fantastic. <laughs> they're like, no, nah, we don't want this. We don't need this. I mean, so I, purest comedy. I, <laughs> I, I want to make sure that he um, knows and respects and has some love for the British accent. So when we finally <laughs> get around to start showing him BBC sitcoms, He's going to understand what's going on. No, don't do that because what what you end up doing is having kids then randomly try to speak in a British accent and not, and you're like, what did you say? Why are you, why are you trying to talk like Dick Van Poppins right now? I don't even understand you, Ray. What is this? We already have that at home with certain words because she's heard it on Peppa Pig so many times. Oh, so we'll see? just be like doing about our day and I'll just hear mummy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's killer. And I love it. I don't want that to change ever. I want her to say <laughs> only only handful of words with a British accent, but deeply British accent. And then, you know, she speaks the normal way she speaks the rest of the time. I am fine with that. I have come to grips with the fact I'm going to have a weird kid. Here's the here's the danger of allowing the kids to be uh, to uh, recognize and respect global culture is that then they might just try to start making stuff up on their own. Like one of the twins, one of my twins does. She knows that there's Spanish. She I've taught them Spanish words. I have they have a big book of Spanish words, but she's decided that she just wants to make up Spanish instead. So (laughs) she thinks Spanish is the the name of like language. So she's like, oh, I'm just speaking my Spanish. It's like, wait, what? And she's just saying, just making sounds up that because she's heard Spanish enough, but she doesn't understand Spanish. So she's just making up words. Uh-oh. It's like, oh, come so on. What, what, what you're saying is you need to protect her so that she doesn't just go wandering into a Vallarta or something like that <laughs> and trying to speak to people. <laughs> All I know is if we end up in San Bernardino for whatever reason, there's going to be some issues if she decides that I'm just speaking my Spanish because they're speaking their Spanish. It's like, oh, oh, baby, it don't work that way. Well, they say Spanish is a very personal language. It really it it varies is. from person to person what words are. <laughs> I, I guess I should clarify that like she's not the one that's going to get her ass beat they're gonna be looking at you and like do you do you tell do you teach her this i look do you go home and say like this is what spanish is i'm gonna beat your ass motherfucker. luckily this is also the twin who's the strongest person in the house so i can have her just protect me (laughs) 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 she's she's got that strength (laughs) talk about this chico bonbon uh uh for a few minutes here because this particular episode i'll just lay out the episode we're not gonna like recap it or anything but the general gist of this episode is that aliens have come from space to steal all the toast because they are yum yums is the name of their race and they love toast but they don't know how to make it so therein have we have the the conceit we have the problem and the team led by a monkey with a tool belt chico bonbon uh, is that they have to build them a toaster using science that works for them in their particular situation already this is one of the best cartoons i think we're ever going to watch on this show it involves Mm -hmm. scientific method problem solving and it's a lot of fun uh i've got very nice things to say about this show yeah, I'm seeing a lot of stuff these days uh, that are uh, talk about sort of like an engineering mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the problem? Let's solve this problem. And it's interesting because that's not something that I recognize from uh, stuff that I watched growing up. But, you know, but here's the in- the interesting thing is, too, because I like the, that aspect of it. It's like, hey, let's figure out, you know, problem solving. Let's do science. Like, there's another cartoon that the kids love that they have a scientific method song that the kids will Um <laughs> The thing that about some of those shows, though, is that they can sometimes miss the other things that is ne- that are necessary, <laughs> the other the other aspects of the characters in there, you know, in terms of uh, of emotional and or right and wrong and things like that. Like, because, hey, these aliens like they were just going to go around stealing toast like they were just like, oh, hey, thanks for trying to help us, but we don't like we can't do the, the we can't do what you're asking us to do so we're just gonna keep stealing your toast and like that was it like i needed somebody to be upset about that a little bit more <laughs> I, I love that beat though when they're when they try to build the toaster and they but then they look over it's like this is button operated and then the, the aliens look up look at the toaster look at themselves they don't have hands and they're just like, eh, that doesn't work for us. Thanks for your work, but we're going to keep stealing toast. That was a shocking moment for me, and we, I <laughs> loved it. 
I it love was funny. They because they come to they they realize like oh they don't have hands and then my, they don't they can't use it and so my thought was wait, but they had enough of a technology to to turn on whatever beam stole your toast so they must be able to operate something. That's right. <laughs> so you're, you're saying you don't want Chico Bonbon negotiating with terrorists? Yes, exactly. Uh, That's exactly. Okay. What these aliens stormed the Capitol looking for toast, <laughs> looking for Nancy Toast Losi. <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. Not in our democracy, aliens. Take that, yum yums. Damn yum yums. <laughs> you know they say uh, the only good yum yum is a dead yum yum. Oh man. <laughs> I I look at it from the perspective of we're trying to raise engineers won't be massive pieces of shit when you walk in and say like hey uh funny thing about this word processor um like it it, it, it um like there's no e there's like no <laughs> way to type in the letter e no and they're e. like yeah but the thing is super smooth right and like look at all these fancy graphics i'm like right but it's a word processing program and i need the letter e and <laughs> like, all right you need to calm down sir well you got you get what you get um, I, I I just want engineers who think about the functionality of a product before they send it to me and don't uh, give you shit when you're like, hey, this thing doesn't work right. I think that's fair. That's fair. Yes, I, yes. The, and I think most the most of the common other is necessary. Most of the other characters on the show are mostly forgettable. Like I think there's like a rhino, maybe one of them. I don't know. No, no, no. It's the elephant I mean, Clark. I don't even know. That's just it. Yeah. You got Chico Bamba monkey with a tool belt. Nobody else really gets a graphic. No, They're they do. No, 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 no. Friends. You forget. They all did. It was Chico Bamba, and then it was Rainbow Kitty, right? Like Super Rainbow Kitty. But then it was Clark, and then Tiny. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I take it back because that part of the theme song did make me laugh because it's just like Chico Bamba monkey with a tool belt, Rainbow Kitty, Clark. Yeah, that, too, <laughs> that, that shit that made me laugh weird. real hard. Uh, that being said, I immediately forgot. I remember that bit now, but I completely forgot who they were because they're so uh, interchangeable. You know, like they don't really have this in my mind, at least. They didn't. Not at no, least in Clark this episode. Is, Clark is the like Rainbow Kitty is the tough is like the tough female. Is that right? right? And then Clark is the like neurotic like oh oh my god something bad's gonna happen let's do we gotta do something kind of character like they like they they i feel like they got some tropes going <laughs> that's fair i didn't pick up on any of that it was, tiny basically was like, silent but deadly like tiny was like oh, i didn't say a word because it was just a mouse tiny is just a mouse tiny's a mouse i mean a tiny mouse it makes sense yeah, right. you got to give this give this more a chance man uh, no here's the deal i loved it <laughs> i didn't I, I what i appreciated about it is i fully walked in the door and turned my brain off immediately and i said okay i have no idea what this is it's popular that doesn't mean anything at all coco melon taught us that oh god mm-hmm. oh, by the way god. i walked in on my kid watching coco melon this afternoon and i recognized oh. the baby and i was like oh. i know <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, that, that meme of the dude like throwing a tv after <laughs> after losing in a video game, like that's going to be me. If I see Coco Mellon show up <laughs> and I didn't have anything to do with it. And it's not for a podcast. What I appreciated about Chico Bonbon is I walked in the door and turned my brain off immediately and said, look for the next 15 minutes, I'm just going to drool on myself and just try to absorb as much <laughs> as I can. That's fine. You know, that's, that's good. That's good fun. 
but like it kept engaging my brain in a way that I didn't want it to, but enjoyed. So, you know, when it started talking about, here's our problem, how's we're going to engineer this toaster to work? Because they were given this problem of high gravity or low gravity. So the toast would shoot out, then fly everywhere. And they're like, well, that doesn't work for us because our gravity is so low. And I'm like, ah, that's really smart. That's really cool. So then they keep overcoming the obstacles. And then the, the, some of the bits they were doing in the show are working. And, and by the time I realized, oh, I probably should have not turned my brain off. It was far too late. <laughs> uh, I will say that I, I read the uh, books that these are based on, and it, that's a pretty fun uh, read too. Um, the the one of the main gimmicks is that the um, art gets really detailed, and like it like goes into what's actually on his tool belt, and there's all sorts of like fun little gadgets and stuff like that. Um, and they're yeah, they're coming up with like a whole bunch of different ways to make a something work. So. Um, like a lot of that gets lost in this translation to animation. However, it still looks good. Again, compare that to friggin' Coco Melon. Like Jesus Christ, this like actually this this animation doesn't make me actively angry. Um, <laughs> and, and for but, the record, uh, for the people at home, it is computer animation, right? This isn't hand drawn or anything like that. I mean, yeah. this is very much not. It's more traditional Pixar style than Disney style. That's what I would say. Yeah, it's CG. It's totally fine. It's great. Um, it's it's real smooth. It's, the, it's really. I, I would say it's the new Netflix style of animation. Interesting. <laughs> no, okay. She-Ra's like the Netflix style. That's that's what I think when I think of uh, really Netflix animation. Or oh, but, oh, you're thinking of like Corey Carson and stuff like that. Well, I don't know well, specific people. I just know a lot oh, no, of no, these Netflix cartoons I keep seeing. <laughs> uh, Corey Carson is the the little car. Um, oh, I don't know that one. I see. I haven't yeah. seen that one. Well, eventually we will be getting to that show because I don't know that one either. Some, there's some really weird shit. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's a world populated with the cars, so kind of like the Cars universe. Uh-huh. Um, and, and you know, there are some questions that have to be raised about a universe like that. And it's fair. Let's get into it. <laughs> I, I know yeah. another time. It. <laughs> uh. So- by the time it all gets done, though, they are able to they, they they use voice technology in order to do the toaster. And so the aliens are happy with it. But then, of course, they don't have bread, which, Can again, we, I'm just like, brilliant. I'm sorry. And, and so the voice technology, they foreshadowed that by the, yep. the problem they had in like the cold open, which was uh, they fixed an old lady's shoes. And does anyone remember her name? No. Oh, Oh, because I laughed so hard at this. <laughs> I laughed and I just laughed inappropriately hard. Her name was Mrs. Coleslaw. Oh, that's <laughs> and, right. it, and it was so ridiculous in the moment that it just stopped me dead in my tracks. <laughs> 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 I, I, I could not stop laughing at this. Like, Mrs. Coleslaw, what? <laughs> but she had shoes and she they fixed her shoes, like gave her new shoes. But she couldn't bend over to tie them up because she was so old. And they had made them voice activated so that all she would say is one, two, buckle my shoe. And her shoes would, you know, very much uh, back to the future style would like lace up (laughs) and tighten up on her. And so that was the technology that they like, oh, yeah, remember we did this? Let's do this. We live in the future. Why don't we have those shoes? Like they've had like years. 40 some odd 35 40 years to put these things together and we still don't have them like no no no, no. i think nike did make some make a version of those shoes like last like couple years they did yeah. make a version of the automatic lace-up shoes but it was like super limited from what i remember 
Well, they didn't send me one, so I'm going to have some words with Joe Nike, head of Nike. I've got Joe some words. Nike. <laughs> That's some feelings he needs to hear about. You think so, if there was a dude named Nike who started Nike, his first name would be Joe? Every <laughs> single time, yes. <laughs> not, it's, not even, it's not even short for Joseph either. It's no, just no. Joe. And he has no middle name. It's just Joe Nike. No, actually, it's Joe is short for Joey. It's Joey, Joey. Nike. Joey. Well, that's what the guys yeah, around the neighborhood Nike. call him. Hey, it's old Joey Nikkei. What's up, Joey? Hey, I said my name's Nike. Jerk. Joseph, Joseph Nicholson. <laughs> you want to get formal with it, you know. <laughs> Mr. Joseph Michelson. Nicholson. Hey, it's Joe Nike. Just call me Joe Nike. Just, go, just call me Joey Nike. Hey. You know what? I just remember, don't send Ray those shoes. It's <laughs> <laughs> his choice. He's be very upset. Yeah, I think there's a guy named Joey Nikes, but the shoes that he sells are cement shoes. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, are you they don't want to get the two confused. Do they, you know, they call him chair? Joey Maybe Nike because you just got to tell him, uh, just tell him who and he'll just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Hey. Improve your calves. Uh, so, guys, we're nearing the end of this episode right here. So, uh, final thoughts on Chico Boom Boom. <laughs> I did it again. I can't, I, can't, I can't for the life of me. I've got I've got something stuck in my head that's completely wrong, and that's fine. Chico Bonbon, y'all. Uh, uh, so tell us uh, what 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 do you feel about the show? Final thoughts, and would you was this a show that you would want to watch on loop against your will or not, Marshall? I I you know what I'm still up in the air. My kids like it, but I've never been like I've never had to subject myself to being in the room when they've watched it. They don't watch it a ton either, so that there's that. Uh, I feel like I I feel like the I need one or two more episodes to then render a verdict. It's not like Coco Melon, where it's like from second one, I already know I never want to see this again. That's no, right. <laughs> like I feel like I need a couple more just to just to solidify it. Because okay, it didn't Chan, turn me off to that bad. Chan, where you at? I kind of feel the same way. It, it doesn't make me mad. Uh, I'm fine with it being on. Uh, it's also a sometime show for my kids, so uh, I, I don't have to watch it a lot. Uh, it looks nice. I like the the idea behind it. Um, that song is, you know, like it's it's lodged, man. It's lodged in there. Um, but the show itself is, is real. Um, I'm real noncommittal on it. Mm. Um, mm. I, I'm fine if it's on, but like uh, I, it's not something I will turn on myself. No, interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, my my kid, she's still into more softer television. Quite frankly, this is a little bit harder edge, believe it or not, than the type of fare that she is usually putting softer on. Softer than Rainbow Kitty. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. a kitty with a rainbow on it. Damn, well, man, it's it's the soft. pacing of it. The shows she watches are a lot softer, uh, uh tone, uh, they're not quite as aggressive. Uh they're much slower pace. So she still love, you know, I love the thinking of Chico Bonbon as aggressive. Right? <laughs> well, comparatively Chico speaking. Bonbon. <laughs> so she is I've never heard of this show until you suggested it uh earlier uh to do for the show. So I've never seen before. I loved it. Like, this is something I hope she does get into because I would watch the heck out of it. I'd like to turn on my brain next time and actually <laughs> pay better attention to what I was seeing. Uh, not so much take notes like I normally would for a show like this, 
but just uh, just to absorb it because I did actually really enjoy it. I thought the bits worked. I thought the jokes were good, and I thought it was overall very very fun. So I am a little bit uh, higher on this episode. I'm a little surprised by that, honestly. Then the two of you, I like the fact they talked about engineering uh, theories, and and, and it just it, it was really really nice. It was good to see. So that is where I am at with that. Oh, okay. okay. There we go. So that will that will end this episode two of my three dads. Y'all, Marshall, Chan, uh, any social media that you want to let the people know about, ways they can catch up to you, Marshall Givens. Uh, You can check me out at at Mr. Happy Givens on Twitter and Instagram. Um, uh, Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, At 999 RPMs for me. I've got another podcast. uh, uh, AE Doubleback is a show where we uh, watch the wrestling. Um, And uh, nothing else. No other yes. podcast. Oh, and, if you, and, it, and to rewind, just back. So, if you guys are talking dad stuff too, I, I have another dad podcast called Father Good that you can you also go. listen to. I was wondering why you didn't mention it, but I was issues. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So I'm on a show with Robert Clark Chan called Knowing Is Half the Podcast, and he doesn't want to what? talk about no, it. No, never heard of it. It can't be true. <laughs> it can't be true at all. Uh, you can find me uh, at Almighty Ray on Twitter, and the show has a Twitter account, My Three Dads Pod, and that's spelled the word out three. So my T H R E E. I think I'm still that right. working on trying to get Stacey McKean to uh, do a guest appearance. That that's right. <laughs> that's right. We're trying to get William Frawley on here. Uh, star no. of- no, um, not William Frawley. We don't want that guy. <laughs> That's really who we're trying to get first and foremost. <laughs> if he's still alive. William, give us a call. Give us your, your agent hit us up. No, man. No, you. man. <laughs> you didn't see he did blackface. We don't want that. Oh, crap. Him, him and Ted Danson. Crap. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk about stuff we talked about before the show. all right you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of my three dads have a have a blessed evening and um and until next uh, okay bye